I think we're ready. <laughs> I'm assuming we're recording now. Yes, we are now. Hey. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's actually really good. Krista just swallowed her gum. I did just swallow my gum. <laughs> it's quite comical. <laughs> it was a good time. That's what we come here for. A good time. A good and time. a horrible time. But literally. I digress. <laughs> Us in a nutshell. <laughs> I'm living for it. Um, welcome to our podcast. Yes. Death Becomes Us. Hello. Hey. Hey, that's Talia. That's Krista. Sup? <laughs> Same shit, different week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <fool>. The realist. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized that I go first. Um, so I'm booting up my laptop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you were not ready. Sorry. It's okay. It's I totally thought, fine. in my brain, I thought you went first. You do not. It's me. Yeah, I went last last time. You did. Because <laughs> I was like looking at the clock while we were recording and I was going oh no oh shit (laughs) I gotta go (laughs) yeah I was like I literally looked at the clock at one point and was like I have roughly 15 minutes to like Mm -hmm. be ready to go out the door to yeah and we were still recording Uh and I was like oh no and we had like just barely gotten to like theories of what happened I know and I literally remember looking at my notes and being like I still have so much so much left (laughs) It's uh, fine. Also, again, the dogs that you might hear are fine. <laughs> that <laughs> one. <laughs> They're fine. They're literally fine. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Words are hard. <laughs> yeah, they're just trapped in the yard for now because they're noisy. Hi, boy. <laughs> oh, several. Sweet angel. Goodness. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. fine. Yeah. No. I, either way, <laughs> I, thrive, I thrive in the dark. That's why we're night owls. Sometimes. Yeah. Some of us more, again, recently than others. Hit me. <laughs> Here's my problem. I love being a night owl. Like, I always was when I was younger mm-hmm. and through high school and stuff. Um, because that's when I do my best work creatively yeah no I get it I used to paint all the time Mm -hmm. at night and it's I love it but life is not conducive for night owls (laughs) it's true it's true so I just it's fine we learn to function on very few hours of sleep yeah and we do all right (laughs) at least (laughs) right we accomplish some goals well and I also like being up early in the morning Mm -hmm. so I just am not built for sleeping at all, even though I like it yeah. more than anything. <laughs> it's definitely it's my a conundrum. <laughs> anyway, okay. I'm up and ready to go. If, I'm if ready. You want. Yes. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Your case? Yes. Same though. Porpoise. Okay. <laughs> uh, we do this to ourselves every time. Uh, 100%. Okay. I am talking today about the Alcacer murders. Okay. Have you heard? Off the top of my head, it's not familiar. Okay. Like, it doesn't ring a bell ring immediately. A bell. I feel like I say this every fucking time, and I'm sorry. I watch a lot of documentaries, <laughs> but there's a documentary about this case. <laughs> but it is all in Spanish, because oh, okay. we are taking a trip to Spain. Cool. I like trips. Yeah. Spain. Never been to Spain. Same. Same. That seems nice. Here we go. Seems nice. As we're about to talk about a murder case. Not this. Not that big. Spain itself seems lovely. That's fair. There's great architecture over there. Anyway. (laughs) My favorite building is in Spain. Oh, okay. Cool. Anyway. (laughs) 
<laughs> We're so good at tangents. Oh. <laughs> so, November 13th, 1992. Mm-hmm. Spain. 92. Yeah. Spain. Alcacer, Spain. Okay. Um, also, preface, we are in Spain and I do not speak Spanish. <laughs> so. Good to know. <laughs> I apologize for any mispronunciations of names that will happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, and since we keep forgetting. Yes. Like the whole listener's discretion thing i had an idea (sighs) let me hear it we should i think we should just record a disclaimer and Mm -hmm. just pop it in before the episode starts yeah before the um what are our intro music yeah because we have the ad yeah disclaimer intro music episode okay i think we should do that i'm down for it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah let's make it happen yeah because i think it would be nice that People understand who we are and mm-hmm. why we're doing this. We're not like making light where of we're horrible from. things. Like I legit was in Sobbing. tears when I was reading my fucking same. <sighs> it's it's so rough. Yeah, because like I, yeah. we don't enjoy this. No, it's not funny. But no, we're we laugh through our pain. We're perpetually intrigued. <laughs> oh yes, that too. Yes. Yeah, and I like I don't even know how to describe how I feel. I guess. Mm-hmm. I am never making fun of the people that get murdered Mm-mm. or their families no. or any of the pain that they go through. No, it's definitely a horrible thing. It's, it's insanely horrible. Mm-hmm. So I am not trying to do that. Yeah. Ever. Same. Big ever. Same. <laughs> it's, yeah. But my humor just stems from being uncomfortable. <laughs> Straight up. That's fair a good way to put it and it's it's strange i don't know if you do the same thing which i don't know might be shitty also but <laughs> it's so much easier to detach older mm-hmm. cases than more recent ones right right so like this shit happened in our lifetime mm-hmm. and like yeah so it's like uh-huh right well it's but talking about older cases like hh holmes oh yeah so long ago i'm just like <laughs> it's been so long it's been a while <laughs> In a while, so it doesn't make it less worse, but I'm, yeah. I'm more easily detached from the situation. From it, yeah. Gotcha. I don't know if you feel the same. No, I can. Yeah, definitely relate or to if that. It makes me bad, but here I am, <laughs> and I still love you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say? <laughs> um, I spaced it. It's oh, okay. Fine. Sorry, <laughs> it's I fine. No, you're good. You're good. All right, let's take it to Spain. Right. Anyway, yeah. So that's us. Disclaimer. Carry <laughs> yeah. on. Miriam Garcia Ibora. She's fourteen. Antonia, oh, no. mm-hmm, Tony, she goes by Tony, Gomez Rodriguez, she's 15. Okay. And Desiree Fernandez Folk, she is also 14. <sighs> Babies. <sighs> yeah. So they go missing mm. as they are hitchhiking to go to a club that is in a nearby town. Okay. Okay. We Bobbies. <clears throat> we fucking Bobbies. <laughs> A witness recalls seeing them get into a white car, like a sedan type thing, Mm -hmm. with four men around 8.15 p.m. So, suspicious. Suspicious. And also, if it's not clear, the place that we are, or that they are, this town, we're dealing with small towns here, right? Right. If they were hitchhiking to a club, Mm -hmm. then like... Right. Yeah. It couldn't have been that far. Mm-hmm. You would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it. yeah, so it, we're dealing with a bunch of small towns. It's like, I think it said Alcacer is like 2,000 population. Okay. And anyway, so I just want that to 
you know, the vibe. Put it in your visual where set, we, your visual mindset. Yeah, where we at where while we tell this story. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> the girls' curfew was at 9.30 p.m., mm-hmm. and when they don't come home, all of the parents are immediately suspicious because all of the girls were really good, mm-hmm. right? Like They weren't, like, problem no, children. No, they were not rule breakers. They all knew where they were going to be at and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they were really good about telling their parents where they were and what they were doing, so... Yeah, so naturally the parents would be like, this is not, not good. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they immediately knew something was wrong. And the uh, police station, I don't know what else to call it. Hero. Hero. <laughs> yes. Is closed, so they go the next morning to file missing persons reports for all the girls. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but the police don't take it seriously. Cool. Do, do cool, you cool, think cool, they cool. just do that thing where they're like, oh, they're kids, they'll show back Yes. Up. Yeah, exactly. 100%. The, yeah. the police are like, oh, they probably just ran away. It's fine. Whatever. They'll come home. <laughs> Which is like, I get that that's... It frequently can happen, yeah. Something that happens, mm-hmm. but like at right. the same time, you should still take everything seriously. Right, right. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Except that it's not. It's fine. really fucking not. <laughs> and the parents are like, not good enough. Yeah. And so they spearhead a search for all the girls. Yes. They rally the town. And the town steps the fuck up. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So basically everyone is out looking for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, oddly enough, there is a lot of... I didn't, I didn't like, deep dive into this bit, but there's a lot of psychics that popped up at this time. Okay. Claiming <laughs> to know where the girls were. Okay. And any, like, <laughs> they would be like, oh, they are in, like, this house, whatever, so mm-hmm. people would go to that house and just break in. Oh, no. Looking for the girls. Mm, no. It got wild. Yeah. It's fine. Fanatics, man. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. The only psychic that I would want to see is Sean Spencer. Oh, so, I mean. Fucking same. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. Only because he's actually just, like, a highly logical person. <laughs> he's not just, like, a crazy spouting off, right. like, false yeah, psychic yeah, yeah, yeah. visions. Right. That's so frustrating because, like, think about how that affected those people. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. A psychic claims that, like, missing girls are at their house and so, like, people break in. Mm-hmm. Like, that's traumatizing. Terrifying. It's terrifying. It's horrible. Right. Jesus. <sighs> so, we're off to a great start. <laughs> Super great. <laughs> and this goes on for a few weeks. And uh, Miriam's father, in particular, mm-hmm. will not let this go. He, like, goes on every radio talk show he can. He does any interview he can. He goes, he puts up posters. Mm-hmm. He is, like, he's not going to let this. He's not giving up. No. No matter what Absolutely. people are doing nope. or saying. Nope. And, again, police aren't helping much. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do start questioning, since the girls have been missing for weeks at this point, they mm-hmm. do start questioning people to get a timeline of where... The girls were and what happened. And, like, last place they were mm-hmm. seen. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they went and visited their friend Esther before they were headed to the club. Mm-hmm. And Esther's mom and Esther gave very different times for when the girls left. Okay. But I feel like it's just memory mm-hmm. being 
and shitty, so... Yeah. I don't know. Well, and, like, think about if if you're, like, a parent and mm-hmm. you have kids to, like, take care of and, like, mm-hmm. wonder where they are and what they're doing yeah. and if they're okay, like, yeah. you're not necessarily always looking at the clock and remembering right. specific oh, times yeah. of, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, I think the last time I saw her was roughly at this time, but I don't know, I was trying to cook dinner and, like, <laughs> yeah, right, take right. a shower and, like, you know, <laughs> get my, my fucking life. shit together. It's <laughs> yeah. fine. Right. So, well, yeah. and Esther was sick. I don't know if we... Did I say that? Uh, the sister? Esther. Their friend that they went to visit. Oh. Her name is Esther. Oh, okay, okay. They visited her before they left, and she was sick, so she didn't go with them. Okay, gotcha. So, that's... A, diff- a whole other thing? That's... I mean, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, would Esther potentially have gone missing, too? I, maybe. If she had gone if with them. If she had them, gone with, yeah. she might have been missing yeah, as well. probably. Which is scary to think about. <laughs> I'm like, gonna stay home and social distance tonight. <laughs> My friends got murdered. Wow, that could have been me. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Imagine though. Oh, oh, it's horrible. That breaks your heart. It really does. <laughs> Poor Esther. Yeah. God damn. I wonder if she has like some survivor's survivor's guilt. guilt. Maybe. Not that she would be like, I should have been with them, but mm-hmm. like, but still, feel she bad. didn't go, and then yeah. something happened, and they went missing. Right. <sighs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Too real. Too real. <laughs> December 1st, the police get a tip saying that the girls had actually gotten into a white van. Mm-hmm. And this is in the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. We're okay. in 92, 92 still. December of 92. Dang. Our cases are super close. Really close in timeline. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. Well, and... <laughs> <laughs> When it's you kind were, of weird. <laughs> you were like, I'm so sad because it's, it's young, like under 18. I was like, wow, same. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not the same case. Yeah. But it's just interesting mm-hmm. that our cases are like similar Sim- kind of situations mm-hmm. and really close in timeline too. Uh-huh. So it's like throwing it's me crazy. off. It's, crazy. it's fine. <laughs> I struggle. It's fate. <laughs> it is fate. I struggled for a while actually to pick a topic this week. Really? I don't know what my deal was, but I was just not feeling anything, you know? No, I know. I Sometimes just... I read through like, I get like halfway through like five different cases mm-hmm. and I'm just like, no. No. <laughs> no. Same. Especially if I'm like scrolling and there's like six pages and right. I'm just like, oh, oh. I can't. I can't. too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, I did Ted Bundy and that was too much. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Ted Bundy's always too much. All right. <laughs> That's the truth. All right. So anyway. Anyway, they get this tip that the girls had gotten into a white van, mm-hmm. which the police do investigate, uh, because one of the managers of the nightclub that the girls were headed to was connected to a white van. Uh, okay. So there's all these, like, tiny little, like, connecting things that don't go anywhere, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And there is no evidence that the manager was involved mm-hmm. with. Like, the girls just yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Flash forward, December 20th, there is another attempted abduction in a, a neighboring town. Okay. Like, still young girls? Uh-huh. Three young girls, and... The club that the girls were headed to the night they disappeared was called Cooler. Mm-hmm. Huh. Cooler. Cooler. <laughs> like, is it like this thing's cooler than that, or I don't like know. a cooler you put your beer in? Jesus, I, I, uh, I, <laughs> it's cooler than that would be my guess. <laughs> okay, I pictured it like the bronze from Buffy. 
Or it's like stupid high school kids just go and hang out. They can't drink yet, but they go and hang out and party. <laughs> okay. Do you like my party motions? I do. I wish everyone could see them because they're great. You probably hear them because my chair speaks. Anyway. It, yeah. Cooler. Okay. He, this, so employee from the nightclub that they were headed to. He is driving a company vehicle, and he sees two men trying to force three girls into a car, but then they kind of, like, drop it when he pulls up to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Police are notified, and I assume come to the scene, mm-hmm. and they, like, talk to the guys, and the vehicle that they're using is registered in their names, and then nothing comes from it. I don't know. It goes nowhere. So, like... Basically, they come to check it out, but those guys, like, mm-hmm. don't have anything suspicious mm-hmm. on them, so they kind of just right. get away with it. Yeah. And I don't know if the girls, Woof. like, bolted after. Yeah. Because it didn't say they were still there. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> this is just my probable speculation, but mm-hmm. I assume that they probably, like, hightailed at home. I would If, assume. like, dudes yeah. were trying to, like, force them into oh, their car, yeah. they'd probably be like, we're not going to hang oh, around. Ow. We're going to go. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. If they were smart, which yeah, hopefully they were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> uh, Christmas Eve, the prime minister of Spain invites uh, the girls' parents to the palace mm-hmm. and hears them out. And is like, you got my support, guys. I got you. Mm-hmm. And so he now offers them a different police force than the one in the town. Okay. To try and help. So, like, new detectives mm-hmm. and stuff to come mm-hmm. in and, mm-hmm. like, try and solve the case. Right. Right, right, right. And this is where things go even more south. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that. <clears throat> Dang. <laughs> Could right. y'all just, like, not? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> National police is set to take over for the Civil Guard, right? The Civil Guard is the original investigators that didn't really do much. Mm -hmm. So they've been dismissed. They are no longer on the case, but the National Police has not set up base yet. Okay. This is January 20th, and then January 25th, Fernando, which is Miriam's dad, who is still, like, rallying everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He Going hard. leaves Spain to go to London to be on the BBC to talk about the girls. January 27th. <laughs> okay. Their bodies are discovered. Oof. Oof. Fucking oof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> yes. And so at the in worst Spain possible time. Yeah, in Spain. They while are their father's in. The father's way. And then... Worst possible time because the police forces are not existent. Really, yeah. Yeah. They're kind of like... They're transitioning. Yeah. Yes. Like, you're you're released, but, like, we're not ready yet. We're not there yet. Yes. So, and 1993 now, obviously. Mm-hmm. January 27th, 1993. And their bodies are discovered in... I don't even know how to describe it. Like, a ditch, kind oh. of. Okay. In a town called La Romana. And... But it's very, like, hilly, Mm -hmm. and there is an abandoned farmhouse there. Okay. So it it just feels, it's like a field, kind of, with hills and mounds and stuff. It's not, it's not like like a road and stuff? I don't think so. Okay. No. And there's not, like, many roads 
there. Mm-hmm. It's like a dirt road. So it's kind of just like an abandoned area yes. with like some low spots uh-huh. where they can just like yes. discard a bodies. Right. Okay. Right. I follow. Okay. Good visuals. Thank you. A plus. <laughs> uh, and things get worse. The bodies are discovered by a pair of beekeepers. Beekeepers. Oh, I am no. not joking. This is not the honey they were looking for. One hundred percent. And it, um, it's just so like ugh, it breaks my heart. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, she says. They, Infinity times. Yeah. <laughs> the One of the beekeepers saw something, like, near a bush, and so he, like, moved to the bush, and there was a hand sticking up out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's how... And then he was like, that's gonna be a nope for that's me. That's a problem, right? <laughs> well, and then they... The, there were two of them. They were like, well, what do we do? Mm-hmm. And so they waited for like a couple of hours. Right. And then finally went to the police station and told them what they had seen. Mm-hmm. And even at this time, nobody suspected that it was the bodies of the girls. Yeah. It was just like, we found a body. Mm-hmm. It's scary. We don't want to take it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I tried to research well, but a lot of this was in Spanish. <laughs> And the translate button doesn't work very well. Well, not exactly. <laughs> really I did doesn't. find I did find a really good resource on Reddit who translated it all. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things that get mentioned that I don't know where it goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gotcha. At this point, the beekeepers are at the police station and two black men show up in a vehicle dressed in suits. Okay. And they're like we're here to help you with the bodies. Are they, though? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm immediately suspicious. They're a fucking mystery, because they, like, are here for this bit, and then they disappear from the story. I don't know if... I don't... <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> this is so rough. <laughs> oh, my God. So the two men make the beekeepers go back with them to the scene of the crime. Mm-hmm. And are like, hey, you're going to help us gather evidence. Because sure. So they're now letting these people that found the bodies collect evidence. Right. Right. People who are not trained. Right. Nor experienced. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is problematic. It's pretty much the worst. (laughs) (laughs) The beekeepers aren't sure what to gather. Mm-hmm. Right? They're just kind of like picking up stuff like I Maybe don't Maybe this know. twig's important. Yeah. <laughs> it's <I> stepped on. <laughs> right. While their backs are turned, one of the men in black is like, hey, look what I found. And he's holding up three belts and he's like, I found Antonia's jacket. Okay. Uh-huh. So he had moved them from wherever he found them and was like holding them. So he's just like picking up evidence. Uh Uh-huh. And disrupting a crime scene. Yep. Oh my lord. I. What is with shoddy policeman work? I don't know. (laughs) Detective tree. Detective tree. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Am I having a seizure? stuttered in there it's fine (laughs) oh my god at this point honestly yeah it feels that way it's fine uh oh oh and he also mentions that he's like this is where we're gonna find the girls Mm -hmm. 
suspicious. I don't know. They then somewhat, it was very confusing. There were conflicting reports. It said that their bodies were dug up then, but they were also dug up later. So I don't know if they were only partially unburied at this point. Okay. Or, I don't know. Okay. We don't know. Here we are. If you want an expert case on this, just watch the documentary. Do it. <laughs> I did. I know I did start it with subtitles, but I just didn't finish it. Yeah. started it a while ago. But anyway, I assume it's good. I don't. <laughs> you assume it has the answers. People are maybe looking. Probably. Well, some of the answers. Some. some. <laughs> They're not going to get all of them. No matter where they look. <laughs> right. Life's a cruel bitch that way. <laughs> fucking words <laughs> the beekeepers do find uh near kind of the pit where the bodies are there is torn up pieces of paper there and it is dry and easily legible so assumedly it hasn't been there for very long because right. there was heavy storms before this which is probably why the bodies got unearthed Right. They were in, like, shallow graves, so the rain disturbed the earth mm-hmm. and made it sink down. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. I follow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's this paper that they find there that's kind of suspiciously there because it's a really windy area. And since this case, people have gone out to this spot and put papers there to try and see if it would stay in place. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. Right. Like, it just doesn't make sense for it to just be be doing a big chill when there's, like, storms Uh and weather that would fuck with it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. This paper will come into play later. I figured as much. Yeah. That's called foreshadowing. (laughs) 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 So, the men in black and the beekeepers (laughs) keep the... The men in black and the beekeepers. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's my next autobiography. <laughs> a memoir. A memoir. <laughs> Carry on. Oh my I'm doing my best. <laughs> the men in black and the beekeepers. They keep gathering up all this stuff. Uh-huh. And they just kind of put it into a pile and then take pictures of it. So they haven't taken... Is it like in any... evidence bags or... No, it's it, nothing. It's, it's, they haven't even taken photos of where they found certain items. Oh They've just my been God. like... I know. I know. I know. I can't. <laughs> you may as well just set fire to the whole crime scene and stomp right. all over it. Because... Absolutely. <laughs> it's bonkers. It is Mega bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) Woof. Yeah. (laughs) Woof indeed. So they, like, pile up all this stuff and take pictures of that. Cool. And then they're like... Not helpful, but cool. Right? (laughs) And then they're like, we have to wait for the judge to get here. Because a judge is supposed to survey a crime scene before anything happens with it. So before it's been disrupted and all the things moved and placed into a pile for a picture... Finger guns. <laughs> the fingerest of finger guns. <laughs> Basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I mean. So now they're like waiting for this judge to get there, even though they've disturbed everything. Yes, and touched everything. Mm hmm. Meanwhile, another police car shows up, unguided to the scene, which is very weird because it's a, in a remote area that you wouldn't. You'd have to be guided to there. Right, so unless you already knew where to go. Mm-hmm, unless you already knew where to go. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. I don't like that. Conspiracies. 
Yes. <laughs> so many. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, not so many. Just one, but <laughs> just one. <laughs> one is still too many. We told you that in the one ending episode. One is too many. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Judge finally gets there at 5 p.m. And everybody, they're collecting evidence now and they're digging up the bodies and everybody's account of that day is different because nobody fucking took any notes or barely any photos. Yeah. So it is a shit show of an investigation. Yeah, it sounds like, like it. I, I fucking was. Also, <laughs> side note, let it be known. I should have said this earlier. This case was fucking wild in Spain. Okay. Okay. It was like all over like publicity and yes, stuff. Yes. Yeah. It was on the news. And, yeah. People okay. were fucking lit over this they case. They were losing their minds. Yes. Over this case. Okay. It's a big deal. Yes. I don't know if you've met this case. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Heavily publicized. Okay. Just so you know. Also sets the mood. <laughs> For other people and True. The, pe- the police and the detectives involved are going to handle this situation. Right. <laughs> you can look up online a list of all the evidence that they do collect at the scene. Mm-hmm. It, but it's long, so I didn't want to include everything. But it's a lot of stuff. Is Well, you probably don't know this. Do you think most of it is relative to this the, the case? Or a lot of it is just... I think a lot of it's random, random trash. <sighs> Again, I could be way wrong, but like, like they, there was, there were those three belts that they found. There was a jacket. There was trash, like old spoons. There was a Xanax box. There was bandages, cotton, bottle of hair mousse, envelopes, a cassette player manual. It literally sounds like it's a place where people went to hang out uh-huh. and like they just littered. Uh huh. Like, there's That's no way all of that stuff is directly linked to what right. happened to those girls. That doesn't uh, make sense. Oh, yeah. I agree 100%. <sighs> but you may as well collect everything and then test it and go through it. After you've but they don't. done the proper shit and <laughs> the, oh, not trampled yeah. all over oh, it. Oh, yeah. It. For sure. For sure. Like, at least take photos of where it was in relation yeah. to the bodies and stuff like that. Be more like De- Be more like Dexter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take photos of we, everything. We could all be a little more like Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Life motto. <laughs> and then a lot of people suspect that this was a rushed process, which makes sense to me. Yes. Because since it was later in the evening when they had started, they're done that night because they want the autopsies to be the next day. So they don't like. So they like rush everything. Pretty much, from what I understand, mm-hmm. they're like, "No, we found the bodies. Just do the autopsy." Yeah. And listen, if you're okay with gruesome shit, you can go and read the report on the state the bodies were found in. I cried. It's fine because <laughs> it's horrible. So the gruesome like stuff is the worst. It's stuff. the worst, and I don't know how. Mm, <laughs> I even feel bad talking about it because they're they were kids. Yeah, but there's some clear signs of brutal, brutal torture. Yeah, some real sadistic shit that like, oh, <clears throat> I don't. That I'm so literally, uncomfortable. Literally is one of my like absolute fucking worst like nightmares. Mm-hmm. Like when people are like, "What are you most afraid of?" I'm like, 
fucking being tortured. Like, yeah. That sounds mm-hmm. like the worst thing that could ever happen to you. Yeah. Like, and I know it's unrealistic, Honestly. but like it happens and it can right. happen to anybody. It could. And it On terrifies the rare me. It On terrifies the rare me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, I, yeah, like they are missing limbs, like hands. Oh, no, no, no. Scalps. No. Like, damage to their bodies in many ways, in many places. And... And you don't know if that stuff is, like, before they died mm -hmm. or, like, Mm post-mortem. And I don't even like to think about it. Yeah. Oh, same. King, same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. So if you want to, you can... (laughs) We're not hashing it all out here. Yeah, I don't don't want to. We'll talk a little bit more about some things, but I can't. I fucking can't. It's fine. I get it. I really, really, <laughs> really get it. <laughs> and things continue to get worse. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like it at all. The head coroner is on leave. Okay. So they get two new up-and-coming small-town coroners oh, to do no. this autopsy. Like, yep. new, like, learning. Yep. Oh, fuck. Yep. I don't like that either. Fucking same. I hate all of it. And they pretty much destroy any potential evidence on the bodies. Like, they power wash the bodies down instead of collecting any evidence off of them. So, like, DNA evidence on their skin is gone. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, no. And there's things that they do get that they never get analyzed. So, there was an orange liquid found in one of their stomachs. And it's never sent to be analyzed anywhere. So they don't even know if don't even like know what toxins or <clears throat> anything nope. like that. Nope. They don't know a fucking thing. Ugh. No. <laughs> no, no, no. You're welcome. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> There's also two police officers videotape and photograph the autopsy as it's happening. But there's no footage of it, and the photos are few and far between, so it's, like, all gone missing. Sweet boys. <laughs> I see you. I see you, Seb. He's literally jumping on the bedroom door. <laughs> He's like, boing. <laughs> He'll be fine. Aww, sweet, sweet boy. This just, this whole thing is just... Right, See, Seb gets it. He gets it. <laughs> It's just, like, these poor girls didn't even stand a chance to get, like, any justice for what happened to them. Absolutely not. it's horrible. It's, it's, oh my god. (sighs) (laughs) I know. And I was just so, like, I don't know. I know nobody deserves to get murdered. Like, don't get me wrong. But don't you ever read some cases and you're just like, they were literally doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And this is insanely brutal. Mm -hmm. Like, my mind is skeeved the fuck out yeah over the brutality of this yeah because it makes no sense mm-hmm. and like well it's literally uh, just so like random random 100%. like randomized like not that i'm saying that like when you look at other cases and you can pinpoint like oh he did it because of this yeah. or because of that or like whatever right it, it's doesn't like, mean they that's deserve still it still fucked but... up and they don't deserve it but like this one is just like so out there mm-hmm. and like random that it's like it really like hits you oh yeah it's so you know because you're like oh i could just be like trying to get to a club uh-huh. with my friends and just mm-hmm. go missing and get murdered right and like be tortured and brutalized for no reason for no reason and not deserve it mm-hmm. and then like it's worse if you take it down to like 
children. Yeah. Like, young fucking kids right. who haven't even lived a life. Mm-hmm. Like, right, because these guys, they were 13, or 13, they were 14 and 15. <sighs> I know. It's horrible. <laughs> we don't like kids, but we don't want them to get murdered. Same. Yeah, for real, though. <laughs> for fucking real. <laughs> Let them live their shitty little teenage lives and be little shits. They'll grow out of it eventually. They deserve that time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Yeah, it's just so upsetting. And I don't know. We've covered a lot of, like, cases where there are incompetent investigations. Oh, mine has it, too. Oh, my God. Okay. But this one, I was like, what in the actual That's, like, one of the worst I think you've told me about. Like, honestly. Yeah. Like, moving all the evidence, oh, yep. like, power washing the bodies before the autopsy. Like, there's just so many places where it it's got royally fucked up. Oh, and yeah. And, like, in... Oh. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't have to go to school for that shit to know that that's not how this thing works. Right? <laughs> Especially in, in the 90s, you would at least... They would know about some things. Mm-hmm. And at least DNA evidence. I could do better than those beekeepers. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm just saying... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's also stuff found near the bodies relating to beekeepers. Mm-hmm. So some people were like, oh, the be- it's the, the beekeepers. beekeepers. Yeah. Oh, so two conspiracies. Uh, right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the beekeepers did it. They did do it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Evidence, the videotapes and the photos of the autopsy are kind of missing and gone and whatever the fuck. We love it. We love it so much. Good job, everyone. And then each body is found with something inside of it like in their stomach or <laughs> their chest cavity or God. like well the suspect was there is a crucifix near one's spine one of their spines okay so either they swallowed it or it was inserted Oof. and then it moved as the body decomposed oh that sounds awful uh-huh i don't like it same okay <laughs> uh no. i uh, yeah yes there were a couple of stones in one's nasal cavity, mm-hmm. and it has the Othala rune carved on it. And the Othala rune is supposed to uh, imply, imbue with meaning like family or inheritance. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, it sounds horrible. It's just like a little stone with a little rune on it. Mm-hmm. It looks. Um, <clears throat> it looks like the mortal instrument symbol, actually. Okay. That, yeah. That I mean, when you said runes, that's totally mm-hmm. what I went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like I get it. It's, it's like similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the square diamond shape with the little okay. over the side. Mostly, I was just thinking about like having stones in my nasal, in your cavity. nasal cavity. Like that mm-hmm. sounds awful. Yep. I don't want that. Yep. That's gonna be a no from me. And then in the other one, there is a small object in the vaginal canal. Oof. And this object is never identified because they never really looked at it or tested it or analyzed it. Because it's a mystery. they're newbies who don't know what the fuck they're doing. <sighs> Dude. Well, and I, when I was reading this, there was another coroner that was uh, from a different town mm-hmm. uh, who was apparently the shit. Sorry. <laughs> it's hair, okay. Hair on my own. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> uh, who was apparently the shit. Mm-hmm. And these two coroners were like, no, you can't come to our autopsy. We have it under control. Yeah. It's our second week. We know what we're doing. <laughs> we're fine. We've got this. <laughs> now give me that power washer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly. Crunk, pull the lever. <laughs> Truly. Wrong lever. <laughs> but he like wanted to be in on it. He was like, let me help you. Mm-hmm. They were like, no thanks. 
So a lot of people think there was uh, competition kind of going on and they weren't. They were thinking more Well, and I imagine where it was so, like, publicized and, like, so well-known that, like, people probably wanted to be on that case. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they wanted to be a part of it. They wanted to solve it. They Mm -hmm. wanted to help in any way that they could, like. Yeah. You know. Right. (sighs) Yeah. I get it. Fucking love it. But these fucking newbies were like, no, thank you. We got this. They it's going to make our career. Narrator, they in fact did not have this. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> there were, there were, I don't know how to like, because again, there were a couple of conflicting accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were seven foreign hairs found with the bodies that were collected. Okay, so at least they got something of semi-possible right. use. However... I read either that it was tested against the suspects, which we'll get to, mm-hmm. and did not match, or these hairs went missing. I don't know. One or the other. Flip a coin and you decide. This <laughs> right? is a choose your own adventure podcast. <laughs> Today it is. Today it is. Honestly, Well, though. and this is where the conspiracy comes in, is people are like, so are the police just inept, or are they covering something up? Yeah. Because this is next level shoddy like with, work. Especially with, like, the cop that shows up mm-hmm. without, like, instruction. Right. Like, and, like, the mystery kinda... guys that are like, hey, look, we found these belts, and we found this jacket. Let's put it all in a pile. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. it's stuff like that. You're like, were they really just dumb? Yeah. Or. Or were they or intelligent did... psychopaths? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Too real. So now we're getting to that paper that I mentioned mm-hmm. a bit ago, right? Mm-hmm. That paper. Again, choose your own adventure <laughs> about what this paper actually was. Okay. But it does have the name on it, Enrique Angles. And he is from a nearby town. Mm-hmm. Same town where those girls were almost abducted but weren't. Oh, okay. okay. And from what I read, he's a pretty great guy. He's never done anything wrong or he's never been caught. He doesn't have a criminal record. No record. Police don't really know him. But they know his brother Antonio really well. Uh-oh. Mm. I. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 100. <laughs> they also talk to... and Antonio and Enrique have a friend living with them named Miguel Ricarte. Ricarte or Ricarte? Spanish. Okay. (laughs) Someone who speaks Spanish, let us know. Right. (laughs) So Antonio, fucking Jason Bourne style, dips the fuck out of town. (laughs) Jason Bourne style. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It was described as like a Hollywood style caper disappears. (laughs) So Jason Bourne. So Jason Bourne style fucking dips out of town (laughs) and is never seen again. Ever? Ever. Damn. Ever. Two camps. One thinks... He did it, and one thinks he don't. Well, that, but... (laughs) (laughs) Either people think that he is now living in Brazil, because his passport was from Brazil. Mm -hmm. Or he died jumping overboard a shipping container off the shore of Ireland. So either or... (laughs) Those are very different options. They are. (laughs) Choose your own adventure. (laughs) I'm living for it. Choose your pick if he died jumping Mm. overboard or if he's in Brazil. But he's legit never been heard of again. Like, seen again, heard from again. It just ends there. Yeah. Okay. He is on their most wanted list, but 
It, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> because of this, yes, Miguel takes the fall completely. Like, voluntarily, or... I don't think so. No. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't really go uh, much into the trial and things like that. Yeah. But I would suspect that Probably not. there were some persuasive tactics used on Miguel. <laughs> that never happened. I am really, really weirded out by the fact that our cases are so, so similar. similar. <laughs> it's throwing me off. There's like coercion Ooh, and like shit. and like uh, false confessions in my case. Oh my so God. it's like we are the same. It's triggering me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I like it. I okay. Like it. Good. Right. Okay. So Miguel does write and sign a confession. In fact, he signs six. Jeez. Like different ones at varying times. Okay. They are all different. And he just signs them? I think... Uh, or, or, or is coerced uh, to sign he them. He signs them. Okay. Yeah, I <laughs> he signs them. <laughs> yeah. I think coercion, personally. I think they're yeah. just pinning this on him. Okay. Because there is zero evidence tying him in any way, shape, or form to the case. Okay. Right? Like, yeah. Like, their evidence is that Enrique's name is on a piece of paper found at the scene... I could write your name on a piece of paper. Right. And leave it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Does then, it mean anything? And then my brother's friend is going to go to prison. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's no. How, that's how batshit it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is true. their one link. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But, so I think he was coerced. He signs a bunch of different confessions. None of, none of his accounts really match. The crime. The crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his account of it was that they picked up the girls and then when they passed Cooler and kept driving, they started screaming. So Antonio pistol whipped them oh. to get them to be quiet. Okay. So basically like said he'd give them a lift to the club. Yeah. And then yeah. didn't. And then didn't. <laughs> That's basically what he said. Okay. There was, the girls did, uh, I don't know. The autopsy didn't really say what they actually died of, but mm-hmm. they were all shot. Um point blank range i believe it said execution style and there were no shell casings i don't think at the scene or, or, the, or there was only one or something did like they that. know what kind of gun it was did not say again i don't cool. choose your own adventure cool what kind of gun was it? i'm just saying mine involves guns as well okay. so i'm so here we are the same person <laughs> the same person <laughs> same same <sighs> but different but different <laughs> uh so, despite all this stuff, uh, Miguel goes to prison, uh, life without parole. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Not cool for him. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, literally, the only thing I have left is that I'm, I think Miguel is now out of prison. Okay. Because in 2013, uh, the court system over there decided that... Uh, indefinite prison sentences, so life in prison, were deemed cruel and unusual. Okay. So, so it's murder, but you know. Right? So it's assumed <laughs> that he's out and somewhere. Yeah. But, so... <laughs> Words! So kind of unsolved? Pretty, I think, unsolved entirely. Because from the sounds of it, if there's no DNA evidence, then he probably shouldn't have gotten a conviction. I think so. Absolutely. So... In my mind, from what you told me, uh-huh. I would say it's probably unsolved. Unsolved case, unfortunately. Woof. Yeah, <laughs> fucking woof. 
Because again, <laughs> they don't know if there was some conspiracy to cover shit up or if it's yeah. just ineptness. Uh, all around. All around. Keepers and men in black. <laughs> yeah. And then I just get really sad because those families, because their lives were in the news oh, for yeah. months. For a long time, probably. And uh, I think we struggle to understand the case from their perspective. Right. Because I feel like we haven't really had something like that in, right, in right, quite right. some time. I know. But it caused this See, insane uproar. That's honestly one of the things that, like, affects me the most when I, like, read into these cases and stuff. Or, like, even when that little, like, five-year-old girl went missing here in Logan. Yes. Like... Oh, my God. I thought the biggest we should talk thing, about that at some point. I think we should. We should do another one of those, like, conjoined episodes. Yeah, Where yeah, we, like, yeah, talk yeah. about it. Because yeah. I don't know if I can do that one alone. Alone. <laughs> Because, like, it really is weird because, like, I mean, obviously I was, like, sad for, like, what happened. But, like, yeah. the thing that, like, just kept hitting me the most was, like, thinking about, like, what her mother was going yeah, through. Like, how family. afraid she was and then, like, mm-hmm. how, I don't know. It's just... All the feelings. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, these poor families, like, their kids and stuff go missing and it's, like, it blows up in the news and the victims are recognized, which is great. But, like, these families go through... A lot. A lot of shit. Like, post oh, yeah. this happening, mm-hmm. it's wild. Mm-hmm. It honestly is. I can't even imagine what that feels like. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Same. Yikes. Yeah. And it, it's just so distressing then when there is no resolution. Yeah. So the media hounded these <clears throat> this, these families, mm-hmm. and uh, it said that they were frequently, like, rushed Mm-hmm. By news reporters and stuff Oof. to have them talk and like, oh, do you have enough going on in your life dude, without yeah. reporters like coming right. at you all the time? Right. It's like, hey, are you sad that your daughter's like crime has now been solved? It's like, yes, obviously I'm sad. You don't have to yeah. put a camera in front of my face oh, right. and fucking ask Take me that a question. Guess, Jennifer. <laughs> Damn it, Jennifer. <sighs> How many times we got to tell you? Yeah, it's <laughs> upsetting. So yeah, that's it. Really, pretty is. much it. I. Again, if I feel like I say this every time, if you want a deep dive, feel free. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, I honestly feel like every case you and I do, we kind of just like scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we do try to do like, you know, break it down and give you right. like kind of an idea of what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. there's least... so much that I can't personally like oh. fit in here. Mm-hmm. Or like, the other thing is I don't have enough like information to mm-hmm. feel comfortable presenting it because right. I don't know like you said earlier I don't know where to put it like uh, right. where in the timeline am I putting all of this stuff yeah oh yeah so yeah deep dive deep dive if you wanna to your heart's content there's so much more mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I just got really depressed and, and cried so that's it <laughs> it's a mood it's a real mood it's my fucking life yeah honestly <gasps> I think this this whole episode is uh just really heavy worst. okay <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, everyone. We yeah. might reveal our... We, we talked about this before a little bit, that we might reveal our true selves and cry on this podcast. <sighs> yeah. Because we are weepy people. Well, I am. I'm the weepiest person you will It's just, like, even meet. reading these cases, like, it just, like, was hitting me so mm-hmm. hard. I was mm-hmm. just like, I can't... Dude. Like I said, I cried with the Malcolm X one. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, when his friends... Reading, when his friends buried him, I was soft, like... We're soft babies oh, now. We are. <laughs> We're tough, but we're soft babies. So soft on the inside. <laughs> for okay. real. All right. So, for my... Sorry, I gotta readjust this chair. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I don't mind. I'm ready. All right. So, mine, which is 
obviously, the same. obviously not the same case as yours, but just like weirdly similar in a lot of places. Um, Who could believe that we would pick them at the same time? Right? <laughs> it's wild. It really is. Um, so I don't know if you know this one, but I did the 1991 oh. Austin Yogurt Shop murders. Shit, I do not. You don't know about this one? At all. I've never heard about this. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> all I have to say is big fucking woof. Oh. Which is what we always say, but it's fine. Um, but a bigger woof this <laughs> Like a Great Dane woof. Well, it's... <laughs> a Great Dane woof. I like that. Thank you. Well, I think it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm good. How do you really feel? <laughs> I mean, I think even... <laughs> okay. Good. You're good. You're good. Even if I had done this case and you hadn't done that one, it would still be heavy, but we're literally stacking the two. The heaviness. In one episode. Oh, God. Y'all fucking brace. It gets worse. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> um, the 1991 yogurt shop murders is... Still to this day, an active okay. open homicide case. Okay. So, we- unsolved. Welcome to the Murder Mystery Show. Choose your own adventure. Pop some popcorn. <laughs> Choose right. your own adventure. Right. <laughs> um, so, this murder takes place on Friday, December 6th in 1991. Um, there's a yogurt shop in Austin, Texas okay. called... Uh, I can't believe it's yogurt! Exclamation <laughs> mark. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> we love that. Yes, we love it. Um, so on this night, the yogurt shop is robbed and then set on fire. Cool. Arsony to start <laughs> us off right. <laughs> um, so basically what happens is a nearby like patrolling police officer okay. sees that there's a fire. A blaze. He reports it. Um, then the firefighters respond and they put out the fire and they find that there are four bodies inside. Oh, oh. So it's it's not just like an accidental fire. Yeah. It's also They try to cover up some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so inside there's four young girls that had been murdered prior to the fire being set. So the victims are 13-year-old Amy Ayers, 17-year-old Elizabeth, Eliza Thomas, 17-year-old Jennifer Harrison, and her 15-year-old sister Sarah. Yep. <laughs> it's okay to cry. Oh. Crying takes the sad out of you. <laughs> I might need to. It's horrible. You, it I'm really so is. sorry. You said it was closed, right? It's what? The yogurt shop was closed. It was um, at night? Uh, yeah. So okay. that plays a part in all of it. Okay. basically they think it's, it's possible that it's two people that came into the shop and... Oh. I'll get, I'll oh, get we'll get it. there. Okay. We'll get there. Oh, sorry. Like, <laughs> Too much excitement. But, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is okay. late at night. It's it's okay. <clears throat> it's later in the evening on, on a Friday. Okay. So Jennifer and Eliza, they were employees at the yogurt shop and they were working the evening shift. So it was their job to close up. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah and her friend Amy had spent the day at the North, North Cross Mall in Austin. Just like mm-hmm. doing young yeah girl shit kids because they were like 13 yeah 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 yeah. um they had planned to have a sleepover for that night so they were waiting in the yogurt shop for uh sarah's older sister to get off work to take them to take them home and give them a ride so this original um investigation of this crime takes basically takes the span of over eight years okay 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 so it's it's a long 
mm-hmm. arduous process. Mm-hmm. So, um, the first thing I have is the murders, obviously. Right. So, right. shortly before midnight, the patrol car sees the fire, mm-hmm. calls the police, mm-hmm. or not the police, excuse me, the the firemen, the firefighters. The, the, yes, yes. Uh huh. So after they get the fire extinguished, they discover the four bodies inside. So three of the bodies are like stacked on top of each other. Yikes! I know. Um, one of them had been raped. I didn't find out which. Which I was like, I'll just leave it to this because I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Fair. So. All four were completely undressed, and their clothes were used to bind and gag them. So, uh, like, their wrists and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, ankles yeah. and stuff. For, mm-hmm. Yep. And each of them had been shot in the head with a twenty-two caliber handgun. Shit. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Not, not. Real bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, the police rule the scene as homicide, uh-huh. and um, they... Determined that the four girls were killed before the fire was set, mm-hmm. which is obvious. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're strategically placed. placed and, uh-huh. and, like, you can't shoot someone in the head as you're, like, in a burning building. It's, so it sounds like a dumb idea. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it all sounds dumb, though. It Let's all be real. Sounds it's dumb. all a bad time. Yeah. It's 100%. Can we just not kill people? Can we not? There are other in a ways perfect world. to use your emotions. Yeah, you could just, like, not give a shit. Right. About people that don't really affect you. Right. I, it's, mm. and not kill young girls in a yogurt shop. Let's not. Because, Let's like, not. like I was saying earlier, this feels so random. Mm-hmm. Like, these two yeah. girls are working. They're just working. They're working a job. Mm-hmm. A younger sister and her friend are waiting to get a ride home. <sighs> like, no. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. Let's no. not. Can you not? <laughs> <sighs> so, the girls were last seen inside the yogurt shop alive yes um as late as tate uh, tate 10 p.m words are hard <laughs> words are hard yes uh, 10 so at 10 p.m they're still seen by okay. customers or, or mm-hmm. whoever yeah. alive and okay. doing their jobs okay um and then another interesting thing about this whole case which i'll kind of dip my toes into but not really mm-hmm. um at the time of the murders a known serial killer kenneth allen mcduff was in the area. Like, why do I know him? I don't know. I didn't look up his cases, but he he was also he was in prison for crimes that were similar to this one. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, potential. Um, Time. he had it. It's so I've basically found that he had a history of crimes involving multiple young teenage girls. Okay. So like same mo and everything. Okay. But he was ruled out. Okay. So. It wasn't him. Um, he was actually executed because he was on uh, death, death row. row. So he was executed on November 17th, 1998. Oh. So. All right. He wasn't the one that done it. Yeah. Even though he tried to say he was. Uh-huh. No, sir. Fucking asshole. <laughs> For real. <laughs> <clears throat> so on Wednesday, October 6th, 1999. Shit. Okay. So yeah. Eight years. Years later. Yes. Yes. It went for a while. Yeah. So, um... In Texas and West Virginia, they finally arrest four suspects for the murders. Parties, girls. A party. (laughs) Yes. Um, And from what I was reading, they were also, like, young at the time. Mm -hmm. But the ages I have for them when they get arrested are in their mid-20s. Right. But they would have been probably teenagers, like 18, 19 or whatever Mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. So there's Robert Burns Springsteen Jr., who is 24 at the time of his arrest. Oh, okay. And he's arrested in Charleston, West Virginia. Okay. And then there's Michael James Scott. Michael Scott. (laughs) (laughs) 
No. <laughs> My, Yikes. <laughs> Michael James Scott, who's 25 when he's arrested, and he's arrested in Austin. Uh-huh. Uh, Maurice Pierce, who's 24, he's arrested in Louisville, which is just north of Dallas, Texas. Okay, okay. And Forrest Wellborn, who is 23 at the time of his arrest, and he's arrested in Lock- Lockhart, Texas, which is southeast Don't of you- Austin. Really good barbecue in Lockhart, Texas. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> he probably ate some at some point. Probably. Where I was going to start my barbecue tour <laughs> was Texas. Was Lockhart, Texas. That's fair. That is fair. Yikes. Go there for the barbecue, not the murder. Leave the murder. <laughs> yes, leave the murder behind. Oh, God. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> Scott and... Now I'm just referring to them by last names. So okay. Michael Scott. Yes, yes, yes. So Scott and Springsteen... Uh, they stated that they had committed the rape of the one girl together uh-huh. and murdered all four of them while the other two stood watch. Oh. That was their, like, uh-huh. confession of the crime. Okay, okay. Um, the, prosecu- the prosecution uh, stated that the DNA evidence that they had was tested with more than 70 people and all four of their suspects did not match. Oh, okay. So they are excused. Not quite. Oh! <laughs> Not quite. Yikes! (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) Um, So the charges against uh, Wellborn were dropped when a grand jury failed to indict him. Mm -hmm. So his charges are dropped. Okay. um, And then eventually the charges against Maurice Mm -hmm. Pierce. Yes. His charges are dropped as well. So those two are out. Okay. But um, Scott and Springsteen still remained and went to trial for the crimes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the two that claimed that they had committed the rape and done the murder. Done the thing. Yep. So they go to trial. That whole thing happens. Uh And Scott is sentenced to life imprisonment. Mm -hmm. And Springsteen is sent to Texas death row. Okay. Okay. Not good for either of them, but they can... They confess. Quote, unquote, confessed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. Oh, I smell coercion. Oh, do you? On the horizon. Funny. <laughs> so before long, obviously, cracks start to appear in this mm. case against these two. Mm-hmm. Um, there are <laughs> so, mm. color me surprised, <laughs> but don't. So I'm not. <laughs> too real. <laughs> <laughs> um, their confessions of the crime, according to one report, are stunningly detailed but decidedly false they're like so basically like people said that their retelling of the crime and like everything that happened was too detailed like it wasn't just like they're saying way too much stuff. yeah exactly (laughs) way too much stuff that obviously helps their like case against them Uh uh-huh um so it's eventually comes to light that they think that the austin city pd PD detective Hector Polanco coerced a confession mm-hmm. from these two. Um, so his, uh, sorry, I gotta go. No, you're this. fine. Were and the boys were there at the time. Like they did, they live there at the time and then move away as time went on. Uh, like, like how did they? I think they just because they were in the like Texas and West Virginia like area. Okay. That's where they got arrested. Okay. And I think most of them, from my understanding, like, lived there. Lived there. there. Okay. So, like, they didn't go anywhere. Okay. Okay. So, like, yeah, I would assume that they just, like, after the crimes happened, obviously, people didn't look at them as suspects for eight years. Right. They probably just stayed. Okay. In their towns. Got it. 
I could be wrong. <laughs> You're fine. I could be wrong. Um, <clears throat> so, obviously, this whole investigation of everything was complicated by... Oh, goodness. Desk. <laughs> uh, this whole matter where this police officer is seen to be, like, coercing uh-huh. confessions out of people. Yeah, that's not so, great. Polanco, Hector Polanco, the detective, he was eventually fired for alleging false mm. confessions from people because he not only did it in this case, but in other in ones. other ones. Mm. And they, they found out that that was <sighs> fact. But then, doesn't that just, like, grind your gears? Yes! Because how many cases are ruined because mm-hmm. of this? Because of men like Polanco yes. who are just like, yes, give me a false confession. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously they don't say that. They're just like, confess. And here, oh, here's right. what you say. Here's your script. Right. No. it's a big no um unfortunately polenko is later reinstated because he sues the city for discrimination based on race so probably to save their own hides they reinstate him and then he's eventually promoted and retires with full pension so like god damn it he gets away with it cool well and it's really sad because there's actually uh i have it in here there's a previous case of him, mm-hmm. like, coercing a, a false confession out of somebody. Right. Um, and it led to the imprisonment of Christopher Ochoa and Richard Danziger. <gasps> Why do I know those names? Familiar? Yeah. I don't have details in here, but I was like, I think I know I think I know are. that case. Yeah. Um, because, so, Christopher and Richard, they were released after 13 years of false uh-huh. imprisonment, and Richard was assaulted during his present prison stay which left him with permanent brain damage yes so like yeah this guy um i already lost his name uh, Polenka, the detective that got disbarred or fired for mm-hmm. false coercion yeah he got these two put in prison falsely as well are you looking it up yeah sorry no you're good because danzinger Danziger uh-huh. definitely sounds familiar to me. Like, why do I know this? Right? It, it's it's very, very familiar. <clears throat> it's, uh... Nancy DePriest was raped and murdered in her workplace in Austin, Texas in 1988. Chris Ochoa pled guilty to the murder of DePriest and his friend Richard <gasps> Danzinger was convicted of rape. I do know this one. Yeah. This is the one where they, like were sending her, like, harassing messages uh-huh. and stuff, like, yes. at work. And she tried to report it, and they didn't take her seriously. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that's this. This officer yeah. coerced a false confession out, out of, of those him. two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were actually in prison for 13 years for that crime. Yeah. And, yeah, one of them took serious, like, assault in prison. Right. And ended up with life lifelong Oops. brain damage. No, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, same cop. Different case, but same cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes. Well, and then, and even then, you you feel like this is the tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. for what happened to all the other cases that this cop was on. Like, how many cases where he got convictions were Mm -hmm. false confessions? Right. Like, that's what I want to know. Yeah, same. Ugh. I don't like it. Porpoise. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) Um, so eventually, a photograph surface of Scott, um, and when he was in question, like mm-hmm. being questioned, yes. in the questioning, yes. it's taken with Austin City's PD, like, camera equipment, uh-huh. so it's like an official yes. police photo, photo, 
And it shows uh, pictures of Scott when he's being questioned and he's being held at gunpoint. Uh, it's not by Polenko. It's by a Detective Merrill, but I, I don't know where he came from. Maybe he's Polenko's like partner, or, partner something. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, basically, there's photos that surface that Fucking show Scott being held yikes. at gunpoint during his during like, the interrogation. Mm-hmm. Which it's like, I'm sorry, of if a cop's holding confess. a gun to my head, I'm probably gonna say I've done it. Oh yeah, and then hope that the justice system works out that I didn't. didn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> It should um, never come to that. No, it really shouldn't. Uh, but at this point, when these photos start to surface, these two have already been in prison for a decade. Right. <gasps> Ten years they've been in prison. Yeah. And it's like, obviously we have to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2006, a Texas Court of Criminal Appeals overturns Robert Springsteen's conviction on the basis of an unfair trial, which mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Um, U.S. Supreme Court... Uh, they try to get the conviction reinstated in mm-hmm. 2007, and the U.S. Supreme Court is like, no. Bitch, nah. Not happening. Mm-hmm. Which, good. Lovely. <laughs> Bless. <Yeah. clears throat> so, um, August 20th, 2008, uh, defense lawyers for Scott and Springsteen request DNA evidence to mm-hmm. be tested against alternative suspects. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm-hmm. don't focus on these two. Test that DNA against other people. Right. Because... Well, and they already had their DNA tested, mm-hmm. like, and it yeah, didn't it did. yield any results. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. No matches against evidence uh, discovered from earlier were mm-hmm. found. Mm-hmm. So right, right. they still don't find any evidence for or DNA matches, but mm-hmm. it's once again not these two. Um, seven jurors that had been on the trial at the time that the the case was taking mm-hmm, place, mm-hmm. said that they would not have convicted the two yeah. had that evidence that's available now been available been then. then. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So they're like, we wouldn't have done it. God, <laughs> that's so rough. Yeah, right? Uh-huh. It really is. For real. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Now we're moving forward to June 24th, 2009. Okay. Um, Judge Mike Lynch like rules. so recent. I know, 2009. 2009? Yeah, for real. And I guess that's decade ago but still but like, still recent yeah it still feels recent <clears throat> yeah um so judge mike lynch rules in response to travis county's uh travis county da rosemary lemberg um who's working on this trial with these two okay um so springsteen and scott are freed on bond mm-hmm. pending okay. uh, upcoming trials so at 2 50 p.m on june 24th 2009 these two walk free out with their lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. they're attorneys. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so the conditions of their release after they're let out is that they are to remain in Travis County. So, like, they have to stay in... Yeah, yeah. Where they're at. Yep. Yep. Um, they have to report any change of address or residency. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, they are to have no contact whatsoever with victims' families mm-hmm. or any witnesses that yeah. came up in the case. In the, uh-huh. They are not allowed to carry any weapons, consume alcohol, or take any illicit drugs. So they're basically put on probation. Right. Like, a more intense probation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then they are to report to the courthouse on a regular basis and show up for all court summons mm-hmm. or appearances. Mm-hmm. Which is a given. Yeah. Makes sense. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and then there was this whole, like, there was this, like, statement that was given by, uh, not their attorneys, but the, the DA. Oh, Okay about their like decision to release uh-huh. these two and uh-huh. i almost included it but it was kind of lengthy that's fine and i was like 
No. What? <laughs> no. But basically in his uh, address of... Yeah. yeah, his statement. He says that, like, here are the stipulations of their release. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what they have to do. And, and he still firmly believes that they are responsible for the crime. Oh. Like, he's like, I still think they did it. What a fucking twist. Yeah. He, well, and he's like, I still think they did it, but basically says that they don't have evidence to hold them on that and uh-huh. they still want to pursue like justice uh-huh. for this crime and uh-huh. so basically is like we had to let them out because we don't have evidence uh-huh. that they did it so yeah. even though we still believe it was them we're still pursuing like all our options interesting it really is huh. it really is huh yeah um and then eventually on october 28th of 2009 all of the charges against both of them are dropped oh, wow. and dismissed Shit. so there well god damn yep 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 <laughs> it's just you emoji shrug <laughs> well, i don't know <laughs> well i don't I, I, this is the part where we talk with our hands <laughs> right aesthetics at i don't know what emoji ever. Shrug. <laughs> yeah it's wild <clears throat> excuse me so um december 23rd 2010 austin police officer frank wilson and his rookie partner mm conduct a routine traffic stop uh-huh mm. <gasps> and the vehicle the vehicle Sorry. Is be- you're good <laughs> the vehicle that they stop is being driven by maurice pierce oh i don't know if you remember who that welcome is welcome back welcome back yeah he's one of the four one of the four yeah he didn't go to trial right yeah, yeah. He was, um yeah but then something happens something takes place and then there's a brief foot pursuit so he runs he flees I didn't find why. Oh. <laughs> but he does. He flees. Flighty little bitch. Um, yeah, so there's a pursuit, and then Pierce struggles with Wilson before pulling a knife from his belt and stabbing him in the throat. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> not good. <gasps> really not good. <gasps> Let gasp. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. No, right? <gasps> it's a twist. Hot twist. A hot twist. What hot twist. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. Um, So Pierce stabs this officer in the neck and then he draws his gun and fires and obviously kills. Fair. He kills Pierce. But he lives. He survives. Damn! He survives the stab to the neck. And I'm, for one, I'm curious why a routine traffic stop turned into a... Turned into a foot chase (laughs) and violent end. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. I don't know. I should have seen if I could find it but that's fine at the same time it's like we leave a little mystery so our guests you guys can go deep dive on their own rabbit hole (laughs) welcome to our world (laughs) for real though well Um, and do you wonder if it was like a weird because do you think in the police department they all think the four of them did it I don't know and so there was this animosity towards them and so when they stopped him I don't know it was like hey I don't know. I know you did a thing. <laughs> I know you did it, bitch. Maybe. He was probably like taunting him and then he's like, you know what? Fuck you. Just, I'm going to walk home. <laughs> just oh. Except for, you know, the part where he stabbed a cop in the fucking neck. Jesus. But, you know. Which is like. I don't know because. Terrifying. Uh, it's in, it's here in my like, I still have a little bit. Yeah. Like, not a ton more, but. Yeah. There are multiple false confessions. Uh-huh. So, like, it's kind of a lot for the cops to deal with. So, yeah. I don't know if they believed these were their four or yeah. their two or whatever. Yeah. But, like, it's got to be hard on their end as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> you know, sure. they didn't, like, trample through scenes and, like, pick up <laughs> crime shit like yours. Right. 
But they still made some mistakes, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> no. Well, yikes, panda bears. For real. <laughs> <laughs> the yikesiest of pandas. <laughs> um. So let's see. Uh, so lumping in with all of that. Yes. There are a number of factors that make it difficult for the Austin PD to really, really like get into this down. case and yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Pin yeah. this down. Exactly. So obviously, not obviously, one of the things is they have relatively no experience with handling homicides or uh-huh. like cases this extreme. Uh-huh. Like, right. they just don't really have the resources or, like, have never really done it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then there's lots of public pressure on them. Yep. People want the crime to be solved. Yep. They want to know who did it. They want them to be punished. Mm-hmm. So, like, once again, it's that whole, like, people are rushing them. Uh-huh, and they're the feeling thing. all that pressure that comes along with that, which, right. I mean, is not good. Oh, <laughs> I don't want that. No, me neither. I barely have. Never mind. <laughs> We don't need to go into that. <laughs> no, you're good. I already know what you're saying without you having to say it. Yes. So. Thank you. Um, yeah. And then there's the whole thing where I said that they had they had a whole plethora and slew of false confessions. People saying they did they it. They did their or, thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and a lot of dead ends from people right. that like led to nothing uh-huh. and didn't really help in the case at all. But like they right. still felt the need to explore everything yeah. and make sure that they covered all their bases, mm-hmm. which is good. Like yeah. I, yeah. I can't complain about that. Right. <clears throat> so all in all, at one point during this investigation, they had a list of 342 possible perpetrators for this crime. That is so it really is. That's a lot. <laughs> it really is. Um, and then they had at least 50 false confessions. Jesus. 50. Jesus. That they Christ. had to like dig through and through deep and, and debunk and like decide yeah. if it was bullshit or not. Well, and how awful that it's such a waste of their time. It really is. You know, like, like the time they spend. they don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. All the time they spend looking into like false confessions mm-hmm. or leads that go nowhere is mm-hmm. just wasting time that could be putting towards actually figuring out this right. case. Oh. But I do I don't know. It's <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if Same. there was a lot of like public pressure and stuff, there had to have been like publicity on this as well. And so uh-huh. like, yeah, Assumedly. they were probably just like especially in the town itself, mm-hmm. Austin. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they were probably just like, "Okay, we'll solve it. We'll figure it out." Yeah, confess, bitch. <laughs> Don't make me pistol whip you. <laughs> um, okay, and then just briefly tying back into the serial killer, McDuff, oh, yeah. the one that was executed. Yeah. So the th- everything that I saw basically said that they thought that he was confessing to these crimes to try and get a stay on oh, his execution. execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, Makes oh, you confessed sense. to a crime. Don't execute him yet. We need to find we out need the to details. Figure it out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, they they were like no nah <laughs> there's no ties to you in this case right. and so he just got executed on schedule which is good yes i can support um, that right <laughs> uh okay and then i have lastly so the last bit of evidence or witnesses yeah. or whatever yeah. what have you tidbit about the case yeah that, that's still unsolved to this day mm. is so there were two un- unidentified men that were seen entering the yogurt shop uh-huh um just before the time that the crime was believed to have taken place mm-hmm. um Makes there's sense. two customers in the shop that saw these two men okay come in okay mm-hmm. okay so they basically said they arrived shortly to the time that the shop was supposed to close mm. and 
so the shop closes at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. And it's customary to close or lock the doors at 10 till 11. Right. And then just unlock it for any customers who are Leaving. still inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So they think that these two men that came in were still in the shop when the doors were closed. Yeah. And the girls were the only ones in yeah. there. Um, <clears throat> so cold case detectives currently working on the case still to this day have not been able to identify who these two men mm-hmm, are. Mm-hmm. Um, and the DNA samples that they found at the crime scene on the bodies or whatever, yeah. obviously were never matched to any of the four original suspects. Uh-huh. So it's pretty unlikely that it's them. That it's them. Yeah. <laughs> My honest guess is probably the two men that saw her last. Right. Just because... Oh, yeah. If the doors are locked, yeah, no one knew is coming in. Right. So the only real answer is that the people who were last in there probably did probably it. Probably did it. Which, it just makes me so curious, because this is the 90s. You don't think they had security cameras in there? Right. Like. Well, and maybe if it was, like, a <sighs> a, a smaller, like, neighborhood yeah. in Austin, they yeah. weren't, like, super worried about stuff like that. That's true. And it is just a yogurt shop. Mm-hmm. They're so like, maybe oh, they weren't. who's going to do anything bad yeah. in a yogurt shop? Yeah. <sighs> It's Bitch. not an opportunity, friends. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. Oh, God. How awful. It really is. Yeah. So, unsolved. We don't know. Hand gestures. <laughs> all the things. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Personally, I think those two men are probably suspects. Odds are. But pretty much, probably I think them. it's them. Makes sense. Yep. That's too bad that, so, do you think the people that saw them feel bad? Well, that, but, like, wouldn't you, like, I don't know, want to go to the police and try and do a sketch or, or describe them or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is, like, it does say that they were credible witnesses Mm -hmm. in this, like, whole... yeah case yeah. i guess because yeah. i don't think they went to trial because obviously they would have been like it wasn't those two uh-huh but well and 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 then it, there's the whole i don't know sometimes i try and be really observant mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever do that you get into a place and you're like i'm just gonna make sure i know what time it is and who's all around <laughs> me and like <laughs> something feels something feels off there's a shift in the air right now <laughs> that i do not like I do that all the time. It's approximately uh-huh. 6.13 p.m. I, on a Sunday. <laughs> if I see something suspicious happen, I check my watch. That's, that's fair. Just in case it ever like, one time, comes around, I'm like, one, I will know. <laughs> right? Yeah. One time I literally saw, like, uh, there was, like, a little boy on, like, a scooter. And he was, like, going down the street, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. doing a big chill. And then, like, a uh-huh. truck pulled up. And the passenger door opened and the kid got in. And in my mind, I was you like, like I was like, make a model of that truck, the license street. plate. Yeah, I like made a whole like yep. list where I was like, if there's a missing kid in the next like week, uh-huh. I'm going to the police. Yep. <laughs> yes. You know, exactly. And it's like, in reality, that was probably like his dad or his mm-hmm. grandpa mm-hmm. or like something. But yeah. I was just like, mm, I'm watching you. Dude. It's way too easy to like get little oh, kids yeah. to just come with you, probably. Absolutely. No, but yeah, so I do that sometimes. But then there's other times where I feel like I'm totally oblivious to everything around me. <laughs> yeah. So maybe these people that saw these men didn't get a good look at them. Yeah. They didn't think anything They're of it. They're just like getting their yogurt just, and like, going yeah, home. Yogurt, bye. Yeah, that's true. So well, and like unless <laughs> I am both. 
<laughs> in which I am both people. It's case to case basis, really. Well, because like think about it this way: like if you're so the shop's obviously almost closed. Mm-hmm. If these witnesses see these guys in here yeah. at closing time, right? And so you're probably like, I want to get my yogurt and go, so mm-hmm. these girls can go close. home, like close and go home. Oh yeah, yeah. And not only that, but like if these two men that come in are acting weird suspicious or suspicious, or, uh-huh. they're just standing in line. Getting their yogurt. You're not gonna be like, we should stick around and make mm-hmm. sure they're okay. Oh yeah. Like, you're just gonna be like, I got my ice cream. Let's go. Got, like bye. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's wild. I don't know. It's rough. But yeah, back to the like them doing a sketch oh, thing. Yeah. Maybe I, they tried. Didn't get a good look, probably. Maybe they did do composite sketches, mm-hmm. but they just never could identify mm-hmm. like who mm-hmm. it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair. That memory, it's a pesky thing. We know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like you said, if you're not like really Getting making a, a mental bit. note uh-huh. to pay attention, you're not going to remember like facial features. They had a beard and a long nose mm-hmm. or anything like that. You're just going to be like, they were two dudes. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They had on shoes. <laughs> I can tell you that. They were in Texas. They were probably wearing cowboy boots. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all I know. Austin, baby. <laughs> yep. Oh. Excuse. But yeah, that's the yogurt shop murders. I hate it. I hate it too. Both our cases were, were awful. King rough. I'm cracking and popping. Are you okay? Is your body okay? Not usually. (laughs) Uh, I I just want to go take a nap. (laughs) I said this last time. I'll say it again. I want to go take a nap. Take a nap and eat mangoes. I have some waiting at home. Ooh. I know. (laughs) Real mood. I should have brought those pickles. Dang it. Fuck. I'm obsessed with those things. Same. I am so glad. I can't even begin to tell you how glad I am. Yep. Because delicious. So good. It's like I don't usually like sweet pickles, but they're like sweet and spicy and spicy. But it's just like it's yes, perfect. It's literally perfect. Yeah. Like eat two for a snack and then call it good. Yeah, exactly. And then go back like two or hours eat the whole jar and then if go you're back feeling and- adventurous <laughs> like I did. <laughs> Hey, I support it. Yeah, I half the jar. Okay. <laughs> Matt, you the other half. It's fine. <laughs> I like to try and pace myself so I don't, you know, yeah. have to go buy another jar. <laughs> we should really practice that. Hey, man, live your best life. <laughs> your best pickle-eating life. <laughs> well, not it. Well, should we sign off? Yeah. I'm real sad. I think we've tortured these people enough today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to bring all the heavy... Yeah, I will be fun next week. I've got a plan. <laughs> I don't know what I'll be. We'll see how I feel. <laughs> I usually play it by ear. I'm <laughs> okay. Are you good? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. No, I have an idea for what I want to do next week. Okay. Because <laughs> I've been <clears throat> so depressed about these ones. I'm like, I need to do something a little yeah. not this. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta bring it back up. Uh, <laughs> All right, socials. Um, Twitter. Death becomes underscore us. Instagram. Death becomes period. Death. Period. Period becomes period, period us. Every week. Oh, God. We also have our death underscore incorp for the Facebook group. Yeah. And there's an Insta, but there's nothing there yet. Yeah. So yeah. it's boring. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to <sighs> like, subscribe, do the thing. Yep. Well, See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> I sound so excited about it. See you next week. <laughs>
Okay. Good night. Don't die. Good night. Don't die. Bye. Bye. <laughs>